Welcome to Stuck In My Mind Podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. Welcome to another episode of Stuck in My Mind. I'm your host, W-I-Z-Wise, and I have a special guest all the way from Texas. He's an actor, director, producer. This man wears many hats. The amazing Bill Forster. Hey, hey how, how you doing, doing buddy? Thank you. Doing great. Thanks for having I'm me on. Um, no, it's my, listen, it's my pleasure, man. I, I was looking at your, at your info. I see you have a, a couple of movies in, in post-production and one in pre-production right yeah. so I, I can imagine with everything that's going on it's a, it's putting a little bit delay on all your projects oh yeah it, it has really knocked us in the head as far as getting the major f- motion picture finished and we're about to wrap up the short one because luckily we were in post-production on it so everybody's working from home uh but the major one we like three days finishing up we'd finished it and we went back and when we really put it together and really watched it we felt like there were some scenes that were kind of missing. And so I rewrote some scenes and added some scenes. And so we had three weekends planned, got the first two filmed and then COVID hit again. And we are shut down as of now. And so we're trying to figure out ways that we can probably get, not get around the law, but work with the law and get this thing uh, shot. Cause that's all we like. Distribution is banging on our door. They want to, buy it they want to you know put it on streaming because everybody right now is begging for stuff to watch but we're just sitting here twiddling our thumbs yep. you know just oh yeah. so close and, and, you know, now I say that, my editors are and, 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 <laughs> now yeah ed- editing is, is a real is a real tedious process so yeah, yeah. you have to have a lot of patience to be editing yeah with with everything that's going on i I could imagine how, like, with all the TV shows and everything, how how yeah. networks are going to try to deal with everything and all these situations, and especially now with movies being released directly on video on demand. Because mm-hmm. people who wants to go sit in the theater now, and yeah. it's it's crazy. It is. So I could my imagine lawyer, industry. Yeah, and my lawyer, she's from LA, and she said right now that the distribution is wanting stuff that they can buy, work out the deal, put it online right now. Because, you know, the theaters are closed. They're not wanting to invest in a movie to start filming next year. They're not wanting to invest in future projects really right now. They're wanting finished projects. And so uh, as soon as we finish our short, we'll be, you know, it's in right now in discussion with uh, our lawyer and distribution along with the feature. But the short will probably be out quicker because all we like is just some music and then we'll be done with it. So. Keep our fingers crossed. It'll be out soon. It's called I've Got Your Six. And a neat twist about it is every actor in the movie is a military veteran. And so um, it, it's about a military veteran. And so we decided to make every actor in it a veteran. And so uh, that's a pretty neat twist. We've got 80 something actors in it that every one of them are veterans of some branch of the military. Oh, no, that's awesome, man. It's it's great to see servicemen do do things like projects like these. Because yeah. they, they 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 don't get the recognition they deserve, man. They definitely don't get the no, recognition that they deserve. That, no, they don't. It, it, that's another, another subject. 
Yeah, it's another subject that I, it's 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 really crazy how these men yeah, and women yeah. go and fight these wars, and and when they come back, they're they're treated they're treated like oh, second class yeah. citizens, and and it's a shame. I've got uh, veterans in the movie from 85 years old to 25 years old. Uh, one of the veterans, little side story, you talk about being treated bad. He came home in 70, 71 from Vietnam and there were protesters in the airport and they blocked his way to the bathroom. You know, he got off the airplane. He needed to go to the bathroom. They wouldn't let him. So he said, heck with y'all. He just went on the wall right there while they were all staring. You know, he's like, I got to go. Y'all can either like it or love it, but I'm out of here. And so, you know, he, he still, which I would too, he still has some really trouble with, you know, the, the time he, when he first came home and, and something else we didn't expect and we were prepared for it. Uh, but when we got all those veterans together again, some of them had some really difficult times uh, mentally uh, because they said they hadn't relived some of the memories that they've had until they got around other veterans. You know, once they got out, they went on about their lives. They've, they've been, uh, you know, successful, raised kids, grandkids, whatever. And then all of a sudden, they're all back with other veterans. And so they, you know, they start talking about the old times, you know, the Marines, uh, army, everybody was there together, you know, all the branches. And so it was a really neat time. We had a counselor on set just in case uh, we needed, somebody needed something. And then we also had some medical staff on staff just in case uh, anything happened that we need them. But luckily it didn't. And, you know, in December in Texas, it can be anywhere from, you know, 25 degrees to 85 degrees. And we were real lucky for two days, beautiful sunshine. We shot it in two days, uh, beautiful sunshine, 73 degrees, couldn't ask for better weather. And so it, it was really amazing to get this thing done. And what have you ever seen Christmas vacation with Chevy Chase in it? You know, yes, and he's looking at the Christmas tree when he sees the Christmas tree, it's like the lights from God come on. Well, when I was looking for the set, I wanted a, a road and then I wanted a, a tree for them to be looking at and a road, uh, maybe a trail or something in front of it. And I found it when I drove up and there was this tree. It's just like that. The lights came down from heaven saying, oh, here, here it is right here. And so uh, it, it really <laughs> did turn out well. I mean, not just because I did it, but I mean, because I'm not even in it. I just directed it and wrote it and the, there's numerous actors in there but you know it made the finals at the wild bunch film festival in arizona first one i've entered it in uh we should be finding out pretty soon but i just know that one corbett uh hall is going to be nominated for uh, best actor and mike alvarado third is going to be the best supporting actor i mean if they're not then then i'm wrong <laughs> you know <laughs> but they just do such a knockout job i mean it, it, they do a great job Man, no, no, that's awesome, man. And it's it's good that you 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 did such a thing. It's like people, you actually went out your way and got, made sure that every actor that was on the movie was a veteran, and that's amazing. Mm -hmm. So I, I I commend you for that, brother. That that's that's an amazing thing, and and you, you definitely deserve deserve the the, the applaud for all that because that's that's awesome, man. To continue to support, that's what we need. We need to support our veterans when they oh, come yeah. home, and and yes, and. Make sure, all treat, yeah, yeah. make sure they get the, the treatment they need. It, it's, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous when you hear how, how some of these, these veteran hospitals are are not maintained, and, and mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a shame. It is There's a shame because no these men, no, they, these men and women put their lives 
on the line for us to have the liberties and 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 everything that we have now. Mm-hmm. So we need we need to really check yeah. this check the system in whole because it, it's everyone that's, that's affected. Right. And it doesn't matter if they were in three years or thirty years; it, it's the same thing, you know. Where, like I said, we we owe them a debt of gratitude the rest of their lives because whatever they did during those three to thirty years, you know, helped us stay free, helped us give the freedoms that we've got now. And uh, you know, Absolutely. I was real fortunate; I'd hired a musician, a composer for my feature movie uh, showdown on the Brazos. And I don't know; I know some of your listeners probably know. Uh, Bill Evans, he was a jazz pianist back in the 60s and 70s. I think he won 18 Grammy Award winning, uh, Grammy Award winner times. His son, Evan, is my composer. And, oh, gosh, the music. And so, you know, he had, I asked him, could he do the six? I mean, I, I've got your six movie. It's a short. I, he said, well, let me watch it. But it's kind of odd that you say that because he said, I was just thinking this morning, nobody has my six. He said, I don't know where that came from. It just thought in my mind that I was frustrated. And he said, I was walking in the hall and said, you know, nobody's got my six around here. And then, and then, I, then I, I called him that night and said, hey, you, are you interested in the short thing? I've got your six. And he, he was just like, oh, my gosh, this is this is too freaky not to do it. And the music he was turning. You, had, you, you definitely had his six with that one. Yeah, man. It was, yeah, it yeah. Was meant to, it was meant to be, man. I, I told him that. I could day, imagine, I, like, I told yeah, him I could imagine just by you yeah it's crazy it's just yeah it's it's, that's a and i told him i said man the music is so beautiful i said we're not talking about just a musical score here just for the short movie i said you're talking about a soundtrack that somebody would want to buy i said it is that good and i asked him there's two more he's got to compose two more uh scores for the movie and before that, I said, okay, what's next besides an Emmy nomination for a musical score? I mean, it's, it's, it's a, he takes you on a musical journey. You know, you have the film that takes you on a journey, but then that music he's creating, it takes you on a whole different journey. And, and it's, it's funny how you interpret things because like my wife and his wife heard the very beginning of it. And they said, this is sad music, but he and I were on the same page said, no, it's a, it's a beginning of an adventure type music. It's, it's not sad. It's, it's beginning of a journey, beginning of an adventure. So it's amazing how one piece of music can be interpreted so many different ways. And so I can't wait to see uh, how it all turns out put together. The last few bits of it, we're going to have a, a little private viewing come uh, here in a couple of weeks with just some of the productions, the very closest production staff that's not seen it. And, none of them, you know, they've seen pieces of it, just like Evan, He's seen pieces of it with his music, but he hasn't seen really the whole thing put together. Uh, I have some friends that kind of watched it, kind of tell me, give me some critiques on it. They hadn't seen it with any music or, or the, the edits we've done to it. My first editor, cameraman, he hadn't seen the final product with music and, and uh, you know, the, the further editing we've done. Uh, one of the ladies that, that, that we filmed on her ranch, she hadn't seen any of it. So it's all going to be new to her and her husband. So, you know, it's things like that. And the, the stars, a couple of stars are going to be here. They have not seen any of it. I'm really looking forward to see how their reaction is once they watch it. And so I'll be sitting in the back of the room watching going, okay, please, 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 you know, lock it, lock it, lock it, you know. So, because it's scary. I'm sure they, you know, I'm sure it's really scary. You know, it's, with, right. it's with anything you put, you put. Anything with anything that you put your heart and soul into, 
and, mm-hmm. and people go out and you and you want to see how people react to it. And of course, yep. you want them to react like it's all the one you want them to enjoy it. You want them, you want them to critique it, critique it, yes, but you also really want them to enjoy it. And and because you know you put so much effort into it, so yeah, I, I believe me, I, I know I know how you feel. I'm how you're gonna be feeling yeah. when you when you release and, it. And it's, it's like, so, oh, man, I hope so many revisions, you know, because it. But, you know, I had these people help me as far as, you know, watching it, catching things that I don't catch because you watch something so often till suddenly, you know, what they're going to talk about without knowing what they're talking about. You know, if that makes sense. And so yeah. people would watch it and, you know, say, well, the color needs to be changed here. Or this needs to be changed. I don't like that. And you, you had to wade through all of that, you know, the goods and the bads and try to mold all these. OK, let's take what these three people didn't understand and let's cut it a different way until we understand it. And my wife, she's my biggest supporter, but yet biggest critic too. And the last time we watched it from the edit, she gave me a high five afterwards. And I knew then I said, if it passed her, if it passed her inspection, it's done. You know, chalk it up. It's, it's done. You know. <laughs> yeah, no, no. My, my wife, my, my my wife is my biggest supporter, but and she, again, she's also yeah, she's also my biggest critic. Like, yeah, you need to um watch how you how you talk. You're stuttering a little bit too much, or you need to stop saying this word or so yep. yeah it, 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 she she gives me, she gives she critiques me but she also supports me she knows that i'm 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 still learning and and growing so it, yeah. it's amazing yeah, to, wife, to have a, a part that's that's so yeah my wife was an english teacher and i'm just no country boy from you know rural <laughs> texas she met and married and it's for 34 5 6 7 years however long we've been married now 37 years uh, you know, she's been working on my grammar, you know, cause man, I, you know, I was, I was, I was raised on a farm and, and ain't this and going to do and all this kind of stuff. And she, and then, you know, I, I became a principal and, you know, as a teacher first. And so I tried to refine my English too, and then became principal and superintendent. So I had to really watch and make sure I don't revert back, but at least I can write in that, you know, when I'm writing, and the old west i can kind of put those slang jargon stuff in there and people say man this is great you know i i love the way you wrote this conversation i'm kind of like well that's just the way i used to talk but i don't talk that way anymore you know <laughs> yeah, and, I, and i and i read that and i read that yeah you you were a teacher and a principal what what made you do the transition from from public education to 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 movies and and acting and directing and doing all, all those sort of, sort of things it, it's really a shock because I mean, uh after 33 years in education and that's well past retirement 30 years is full retirement i just got i wasn't burnt yeah. out in education i just got tired you know i was just tired uh, when uh one of my good friends he's my athletic director and i kept telling him i said don't you dare leave until i retire and then he left before i retired and when I got through hiring another one, because it was 12 hours a day trying to find the right replacement because it was right at the deadline of when you could hire somebody. You know, in Texas, there's a deadline of when people can leave in schools and, and then you got to hire somebody. And football practice was just like three weeks away when we were going to try to hire this guy. And we got him hired. Great guy. We went on vacation the next day to the Dominican Republic. We'd already had it planned. And I, every night on the phone, I, every night at supper, I was on the phone and my wife said, this is, this is bull. This is terrible. I said, honey, I'm through. I'm done. And she kept saying, no, we're not ready. I said, I am done. This is, 
I knew I was ready. This was big enough that I finally decided I was, I'm ready to retire. And so at December I retired and uh, I was just sitting there looking at Facebook one night and saw an open cast. I've always loved acting and we helped uh, junior high and high school and theater program for probably 15 years before we retired. And even after we retired and my son's a theater major. So we were always real familiar with the theater and I've always loved acting. And when I'd buy a DVD, first thing I would watch instead of the movie was behind the scenes, you know, edited pot, you know, things that weren't in the movie or, or uh, how the movie was made and things like that. And I saw on Facebook, a casting call, open casting call in Austin, which is about two hours away. Um, and it, it was for a Western. And so uh, I went down there and stood in line with 1500 other people thinking, man, if I get lucky, I'll maybe be a, a Western extra walking down the street. And lo and behold, I, I was cast as a yeah. featured recurring character extra and that means you're doing everything except talking. And so, you know, I'm in five episodes, close-up cameras of the sun with Pierce Brosnan. And so, man, it got in my blood and I loved it. And I read an article that said, if, if you're going to do this, take every job you can get within your standards, of course. <laughs> don't don't take some of those jobs, but, yeah. you know. Yeah. Don't take everything. Job. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, whether it pays or not, you know, and I've driven a lot of miles for a bag of potato chips and a Pepsi. <laughs> and uh that's all we got shooting 12 hours but you know you do a lot of those and then uh so you start getting your experience after the sun i did that and then I, as i applied you know I, I was selected to be on the lead of battle angel was a featured drunk on that one uh uh super bowl commercial just applying to be extras you know and uh then one time we were actually delivering puppies my wife had she raises Aussie doodles and, and Labradoodles and we'd sold some in Colorado. And so my son was living in Colorado. We met in Santa Fe and she and I are eating supper in a restaurant. And I happened to look on the internet and saw there's advertisement for men with beards for a Western. So I thought, well, I qualify. So I applied and forgot about it. I didn't even remember applying. And then like in August, I get this text message from that company that says the Cohen brothers have personally selected you to be in their movie. You talk about weak need. Cohen. My wife, yeah. that's a, that's a scam. It's a scam. Let me see it. And then she got the phone. Look at she goes, <laughs> I think it's right. I think it's real. Then sure enough. So I got to drive you know, Santa Fe and, and work four days with the Cohen brothers on ballad of Buster Scruggs. And I mean, I loved it. And uh, then you know, doing independence and I was trying to learn from all the good directors there. And, and then I'd written some scenes for a movie. And so I decided to go ahead and kind of shoot that just as a trailer. And when I got to meeting with people, we decided to just go ahead and shoot the full movie. And then all of a sudden my four or five actors turns into 250 actors budget blows up. You know, my, I think I had a thousand dollars in my budget for the movie and it's way past that, you know, thousand dollars didn't he make it through the first weekend <laughs> but uh we're so close we're you know it's probably going to be an hour and a half long movie uh it's it's already won some awards the screenplay has the, the uh the uh trailer has won an award and so it's on youtube if people want to see that and look up showdown on the brazos on on youtube they can see our trailer there it's not coming out last fall like we thought because we were we were rocking and rolling. I mean, we were filming fast and all of a sudden we hit some, some, uh, hang ups. I broke my leg on set and that knocked us out for two or three months. Uh, the uh, cameraman who's 21 at the time, his mother passed away. So we had to take a month off there. 
And so now COVID hits. So what was really, man, we were nailing it out in like two months. We had two thirds of the movie filmed. We thought we were uh, Superman. We thought there was nothing stopping us now. And boy, I tell you what, when it hit, <laughs> it slammed us. <laughs> you know, like I said, yeah, like yeah, my horse fell on me, broke the leg on set, and uh, that was in March, I believe it was. And I went ahead and, and directed and acted the rest of that day and all day Sunday on a broken leg, and then had surgery on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. I, had, I took I took the break the leg serious, a little too serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, uh, go ahead, break your leg, honey, and like, yeah, yeah. I could I could imagine oh, when your wife. Oh, there's one scene that I had to do without a limp and I had to walk in a building. And when me and my editor were going through, I said, you see me go in that building right there with no limp. He said, yeah. I said, I was nearly puking when I went through that door. It was hurting so bad. When I got through that door, I just leaned against the wall and the other actor saying, you tired, you, something wrong. I said, Oh, I'm just tired. But I was trying to keep throwing up. It was hurting. And if you ever broke a bone, it's a different kind of pain. You know, yes, your leg hurts, but it's a oh yeah, it's yeah. all over pain. It, it's it's a stomach ache, all over kind of pain. Exactly. And you just oh. and all you think about is laying down, you know. And so the next day we wrapped it up, put ice on it all day. And when I'd act, I, t I did tell everybody, okay, I hurt my leg. I didn't tell them what happened. And uh, we had to do the shootout. And so I I told them I said, hey, let's just pretend I got shot in the leg. I ran on it a couple of times. Doctor said he couldn't believe it didn't go through the skin when it when I ran on it. But I had those big old cavalry old west boots on that go up to my knees, and that was like swollen tight around my leg. I barely got it off at the end of the day. Monday I couldn't do it. Monday everything was too swollen. It was just it was too painful then. I mean there was no painkillers that could kill it Monday, and so. But you know the good thing is. One of my one of my actors, he's the number one pain doctor in San Antonio. We were filming next to San Antonio, and he told me on Sunday, he said, "Come on down to my office, we'll X-ray that for you tomorrow and see what's going on." And so I guess he knew it. He told my wife, he said, "I knew it broke, but I wasn't gonna tell Bill that." And uh, I was sitting there after the X-ray, and you hear the X-ray technician goes, "Uh oh, <laughs> that's never good." You know, you hear the the X-ray or, or the barber shop. Somebody go, uh oh, that's never good. <laughs> I broke my arm once, and yeah, it was it was not fun. It, no, it, it hard just, growing was, up, I guess. It I'm was not tired of growing up. <laughs> Bill, I appreciate you coming on. It, it was a, a pleasure. Yeah, thank you, and an honor to have you on. Uh, again, tell everybody the name of your movie. Um, if you have uh any any social media posts, um, links you want to share, you bet, you feel bet. Feel free to uh, drop them. That. Yeah, the, the short movie about the military veterans, and the synopsis real quick on it is a uh, World War II veteran, part of the greatest generation, sees his old farm, fixed to be turned into a shopping center, so he escapes from the nursing home. And that's called I've Got Your Six. That'll be out very shortly. We're just in the editing phase there. There is some uh, Facebook information on that I've Got Your Six page. And then uh, Showdown on the Brazos is my feature movie that's fixing to come out. Uh, we like three days filming, but there is a trailer on YouTube there. You, there's an IMDb page for that. I've got an IMDb page along with a Facebook page. And so that's kind of where we are. We hadn't, we're in the process of having a website built for us. And uh, so that way people can keep up. But yeah. And if you're an actor, want to be an extra or a crew member, please pay attention to that because we'll start hopefully this spring or maybe January, start advertising to uh, 
do our next feature movie called I Heard the Quail Whistle. If COVID just leaves the country, then we'll be able to kick it off and get going in grand style. <laughs> Listen, anytime, anytime you have you want any casting call, just shoot me a message and, and I'll, I'll promote it on my on my show. I'm I'm Thank sure you. people who want anybody who wants to be an extra Listen, we're, we're about sharing and, and a community, and and we, we have mutual friend and Steve joining us. Big shout out to Steve yeah. joining. He's he's an awesome guy. And yeah. um, Steve, my publicist for I, I, I heard the chorus. Doing a great yeah, job. No, he, Steve, Steve, Steve's been here in a couple of weeks. I'm gonna work his tail off. Don't tell him that. Big <laughs> <laughs> no, surprise. Steve, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big surprise for you, Steve. <laughs> but, yeah, guess what but, we're um, doing, Steve? <laughs> no, he, no, he's awesome. He's, he's since I've linked up with him, he's he's really been taking care of me. He's and, and he and he does it and and he does it because he wants to. It, yeah, it's amazing. This man is amazing. Yeah. He he's not charging anybody. He's doing this because he wants to. He wants to build a community, and, and it's amazing. So I get I applaud Steve. Steve's the man. Yeah. Yeah, if, you, if there's an actor out there, a budding actor, director, producer, get in touch with Steve Joyner on Facebook because you know, the good thing about Steve is you don't have to sign a long contract. It's it's month by month. And if you want to you know, really publicize a movie that you've got coming up or your director or even an actor trying to get your career going, get with Steve and, and he'll hook you up on podcasts just like this. And I mean, since I've signed on with Steve, I'm doing a podcast nearly every night, at least three a week, if not four or five. And it's really, you know, last year, just a quick example. I know you got to go, but we went to Arizona to a film festival and everybody knew who I was and I had no idea who they were. And I, and I credit Steve for a lot of that because they knew exactly about the movie. They, they said, Hey, is your movie here? We hear it's great. We've heard about it on podcast. You know, is no, it's, I'm sorry. It's not here yet, but oh man. It's, and so it was just, you know, as soon as everybody found out who it was, it was a crowd around me the whole time, you know, because uh, I, I attribute that to Steve. Cause he got the word out. So if you're really wanting to get out there, man. Man, holler at him. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely hit Steve up on Facebook. Steve Joyner. He's, he's definitely the man. So again, yep. Bill, I appreciate you being on man. Yeah. Actually, if, when, when you, when you, um, when you get, when you release in everything, send me the information. I, I want to promote it. I definitely want to let people know when, when it's out and, and available. So definitely shoot me a message, an email. Yeah. Anything and, and if when you release it and you, and you want to if you want if you if you have the time you can come back on and and tell us how everything's going. Awesome, awesome, man! Appreciate it. Power on. Thank you. No, I, I appreciate that. We, this was supposed to happen last week, but of course it, things life happens. So, but I'm glad you came on this week. I appreciate you coming on. And again, any you're welcome anytime. I would love to have you on, man. Thank you for having me, man. It's a great time. Appreciate it. No problem. You have a, you have a, a great night. You too. Take care. Bye bye. Right, bye bye. Once again, thanks to Bill Forster for coming on the show. Now it's time for my shout outs. Big shout out to my Mount Airy crew. Big shout out to my man Poppy J from Talking Real One Thousand. Big shout out to my man Steve Joyner for all the love he's been showing me. Big shout out to my wife, Fina. I love you, baby. And big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless you. Be safe. And on that note, Wise is out. Peace out. Thanks for listening. 
Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at wise underscore B underscore blunt, Instagram at wise underscore B underscore blunt, and a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash wise76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out. <laughs>